2 Kings chapter 2, verse 19. And the men of the city said unto Elisha, Behold, I pray thee, the situation of this city is pleasant as my Lord seeth, but the water is not, and the ground barren. And he said, Bring me a new cruise, and put salt therein. And they brought it to him. And he went forth unto the spring of the waters, and cast the salt in there, and said, Thus saith the Lord, I have healed these waters. There shall not be from thence any more death or barren land. So the waters were healed unto this day, according to the saying of Elisha, which he spake. So Elisha comes into this situation where this water for the city is contaminated by some some reason. We don't even know why. We just know that it was not drinkable. And if you do a little reading, you'll, you'll find that this water, not only was it not drinkable, but uh, would basically kill things that ate it. The trees and things that drew water from it, their fruit and everything would just fall off. It was, it was terrible. So these people are in this city and they have really no source of water. It says that it's barren land. They have nothing to drink. We all know you can't go very long without water. So Elisha is instructed by God what to do. And by his obedience, God cures this water so that it's pure again. And now it's useful, right? So what I want to talk to you about today is is how God can heal the waters in your life. And you say, preacher, I don't know what in the world you're talking about. Well, I want you to understand something. There's many things in our life that often become contaminated by some outside force. It can be a lot of different things, but whatever it is, a portion of your life becomes contaminated. And you say, you know what? I can't use that anymore. It's not any good to me anymore. I can't do any good with this anymore. You see, they couldn't take that water and purify it anyway. They couldn't use it for anything. There was plenty of water there, but it was useless. They couldn't water the plants. They couldn't water their animals. They couldn't give it to people. There was nothing to do with this water. But when God showed up, what did He do? He restored the usefulness to this water again. He purified that water. Now I want you to understand today that He can do the exact same thing in your life. You may be saying, God, look, I've done wrong. I've done things in the past that weren't right. And what good can I be to anybody? Everybody knows my past. Everybody knows what I've done in my life. How can I possibly be any use for your kingdom? But see, when God comes into your life, He takes that old nasty stuff, the stuff that's contaminated, that's not of any use to anyone, and He can purify it. And all of a sudden, guess what? Abundant life can be can come from that. He can take that, that contaminated, useless thing and use it for His glory. 
You see, not only did this water become useful, but we now have a record of another, yes, one more thing that God did. See, it brings glory to His name. So don't look at your life and say, you know what, I can't do anything for you, God. No, what you need to do is say, God, clean me up. God, purify me. And let me have a testimony of Your greatness. You see, there's plenty of things God has done in my life. There's plenty of things I've done wrong, but He takes that wrong and He makes it good. He takes the bad that's in me, the things I've done that I can't take back, and He turns them around and uses them for His glory. Do y'all understand what I'm saying today? You see, I don't care where you've been. I don't care what you've done. He don't either. Would He have preferred that you didn't? Oh yeah. It's better for all everybody involved if you didn't do it. But let's face it, if it's in the past, it's in the past. See, the wonderful thing is, God doesn't just look for those that are pure. Thank God. No. He, see, God sees what you can be. God knows His plans for you. He knows His purpose for you. The Word tells us over in, uh, I believe in Jeremiah, that He knew you before you were formed in the belly. He knew you before you ever were conceived. And you know what the wonderful thing about that is? Because He knew you, He has a plan for you. Now listen to me, people. Don't worry about how you've messed things up in your life. Just don't do it again, right? What did Jesus tell that lady that had been caught in adultery when they were going to stone her? He said, go and sin no more. Don't get caught in this same thing again. Do we ever do that? Oh yeah, we do. We do. But you know what? He will forgive you. He will cleanse you. And He will take that opportunity to glorify His name in the process. If you will let Him. You see, what I've seen in my own life is all those mistakes I've made, the things that I've done wrong that that in, in any normal situation would destroy a person and their credibility. What I've seen is that God has tucked that thing, even though I regret it, even though I wish it would have never happened, He takes it and He brings glory to His name because it becomes a mighty testimony that I can use. Say, yeah, I did that, but listen to what God did. He recovered what I'd done wrong. He brought me back and restored me to a place that I can be used again. And not only can I be used again, but He will take my my terrible thing I did and He will use that as a further testimony to His name. You see, you may have done things that you wouldn't ever want to tell anybody about, but listen, He will bring you to a point where not only would you be happy to tell somebody, but you're rejoicing. That's hard to imagine, ain't it? Hard to imagine when you're in there. When you're in that situation, in that moment, It's hard to imagine ever rejoicing about it. Listen, I don't rejoice that I did it. I rejoice in what God did after. 
Okay? I don't rejoice in the sin. I rejoice in the forgiveness. I rejoice in the restoration. I rejoice in what my King has done for me. Do y'all hear me this morning, church? You see, this may be the Sunday before Christmas, but listen, God has something to tell you today. He has something to speak into your spirit today if you will let Him. Elisha, without hesitation. See, a lot of us would have looked at that water and said, I guess we have to find another source. Have y'all thought about digging another well? Now relate that to your life. You see, what most of us do when we do get off into something we shouldn't, we come to our senses and, you know, we ask God to forgive us, but what do we do? We say, I better find somewhere else to go to church. I better find different friends to hang around with because ain't nobody ever going to let me live that down. See, what did Elisha do though? He said, no, God's going to do something right here. We don't need to find another source of water. We don't need to go uh, look into other uh, nearby towns that we can get water from, work out some kind of deal with them. No. He said, God's going to do something right here in this water. And he went about doing what God instructed him to do. And what happened? The water became good. You know, I want to venture to say that when God touched it, that was probably the best water around. From that moment. See, y'all listen. Today is the day, okay? Today is the day. This is the hour. You've been praying. You've been uh, turning to God and saying, God, just forgive me, Lord. Forgive me. You know what? He forgave you. It's time to get up and move on. He will forgive you in that instant. You don't need to keep dwelling on it. Just because you have guilt in you don't mean it's because of Him. He forgave you. Now watch what He can do. See, the Word tells us that that He can make all things work together for the good of those that are the called according to His purpose. Are you called today? You say, Pastor, I don't have a calling. (laughs) Yeah, you do. Okay? You have a calling. You have a purpose. Whether you want to go find it or not is between you and God. I can't force that on you. But I promise you He's got a plan for you if you will listen to Him. Don't worry about what you've done. Y'all remember that old song that they always played at the Billy Graham Crusades at the end of the service? Just as I am. That's how He takes you. He takes you like you are right now. Is He going to leave you that way? I guarantee you He won't. But that's enough. If you will just turn to Him right now, it's enough. All He's looking for, He's not looking for what you have. Okay? Forget about what you've done, what, what qualities you possess. Is there anything I have that I can... Forget about all that. All He wants is your willingness, your obedience. He just wants you to say, yes, Lord. That's it. He'll handle everything else. Do you understand God can put things in you you never had before? 
See, he's not dependent on what you already have. He's not dependent on what you're currently capable of. He's dependent on you to say, yes, Lord, I will do what you want me to do. Yes, Lord, I will turn from my sin and seek your face. That's all he wants. See, He can handle everything else. He can put things in you you've never been able to do before. He can instill qualities in you you never imagined you were capable of. He can turn you around in different directions if you will just let Him work in your life. Forget about the hindrances. See, anybody in their right mind would not go apply for a job that they knew they weren't capable of doing. Right? Y'all, I'm not going to go apply to be a a helicopter pilot. Okay? I don't know how to fly a helicopter. What would happen if I got the job? At some point, they're going to expect me to fly that thing, right? Have y'all ever seen a helicopter take off and just boom? That's what would happen. See, I'm not crazy. I'm not not going to go do something that's outside of what I know I'm capable of. But when I begin to serve God, it's a totally different story. You see, I'm not depending on what I know how to do. I'm not depending on what I know I'm capable of. I'm depending on what I know He's capable of. You see, He can do exceeding abundantly above what I can ask or think. That means it goes outside the realm of even my greatest imaginations. It's His will. It's His plan. It's His timing. So that's where you find yourself today. Listen, I've done my best to throw it out there to you. Y'all ever watch somebody fish that really didn't know how to fish? The line will be three feet off the bank. Hanging slack because it's sitting on the bottom. Y'all, I ain't ain't how I'm fishing today. I threw it out there. Best I know how. Threw it out there. Trusting that God's going to do the work. He's speaking to you right now. I guarantee you. It may be every single person in here. It may be one. I don't know. He's speaking to somebody though. Telling you right now. You may have things in your life you're ashamed of. You may have stuff you wouldn't want nobody to know about. Don't let that stuff hinder you. You see, God wants you to start today. That's where you start at. You you forget about the past. You start today. Paul said, I I forget about all that stuff behind me and I press toward the mark. Because see, we mess up all the time. I ain't going to say you sin every day because you don't. You may go a week, you may go a month, you may go a long time and not ever sin. But sometimes you're going to sin. You're going to mess up. You're not perfect. But you've got to start from there. You go to the Lord and you ask for forgiveness and you just go. Just start going. Quit looking back on that stuff. Quit hanging on to it. Quit saying, you know what, because of that I can't do nothing. You can. 
See, when God forgives you, He's not only willing to forgive your sin, the thing you messed up in, He's willing to restore you and to propel you forward. Y'all stand with me this morning. We're going to do something a little different today. God kind of impressed upon me from the first thing this morning. Brother John, go ahead and come and play. Normally, what we do is I say, if you want me to pray with you, you come down and I pray with you. Or if you want to pray, you come down and you pray. What I want you to do today is, is there any, who here would like to come and pray? Just raise your hand. Raise your hand. The things I said today just touched your heart and you want to come and pray. See, I, I want you to come down. But what I want you to do today is not come down here and pray for your need. I want you to come down here and pray for somebody else's. Because you know what I've noticed? I feel God move the most. I feel answered to my prayer the most when I start praying for other people. I forget about myself and I move forward. I say, you know what? I put it in your hands, God. Now I'm going to pray for somebody else. So y'all come down here this morning. Come on. Don't be ashamed. Don't be afraid. We're all going to pray for one another. Just lay your hands on somebody else today and pray for them. Let God go go to work in your life. See, the wonderful thing about God is you don't need to be in control of it. You don't even need to be involved. He knows your need. Trust that He's going to do the work. Go to work praying for someone else this morning.